The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Here they come! What the hell are you two doing? The revolution with Jim and Trav is what America is screaming for. Ah! Oh yeah! You are a part of it. One's as bad as the other. Rev it up, baby! You are the reason the outdoors is rising. Go! It's go time! And together, we're taking it mainstream. I don't believe you're seriously considering listening to these men. Welcome to The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Here they are. It's The Revolution! Waddell's World! Waddell's World! Waddell's World! It's party time! It's excellent! We got the king of the outdoors on the line. He's joining us for an entire show. Uh, We hunted him down. We tracked him down. He's actually tied up in the basement somewhere in Georgia. It's Michael Waddell. He's the host of Michael Waddell's Bone Collector on Outdoor Channel. Sundays, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time. You can find him absolutely anywhere. Mr. Michael, how's it going today, buddy? Going good, man. I ain't got good reception down here in this basement, but I did get a boost antenna, so we're good. My wife's got me down doing chores in between trips. Well, (laughs) speaking of chores, man, dude, I just watched this awesome tour. I think you're doing something with, like, X-Mark and the the tour of your farm in Hamilton, Georgia, I think it is. You're like, it's like, I I picture you like Boss Hog now. Will you hush up, you (laughs) doo-doo? Man, it was awesome, dude. Yeah, they came out and... um, Everybody at Xmark, they're such good people, and we had fun, and, and obviously, you know, they make some great lawnmowers, and so they came out, and I've been a customer for years, you know, because if you're going to have a farm, you got to have some equipment, but yeah, they came out and kind of went in depth and kind of showed that we're just a bunch of man children around here having fun. I've got kids, but, you know, we just, from riding motorcycles to pit bike tracks to, you know, archery ranges, we we just having fun, so it's like a little kind of a redneck six flag so to speak around here yeah now did you build your home there or did you guys like renovate it no we built it, it did it, you and it's funny obviously i'm from georgia so i i'm a you know obviously you know from the south so i've always just really been intrigued by the old antebellum homes and stuff like that so my wife and i had always had this dream of building what looked to be an old southern home and um so it it's a new home but we built it to kind of look old so uh was able to pull it off because I, you know, most everybody just assumes that this one is the original home that was on this farm. And in reality, it, it, it's not. We built it new. So, um, yeah, we really loved it, man. We, we, uh, you know, being that we're from the South and, and obviously grew up on fried chicken and collard greens and cornbread, you know, we try to make sure our guests and, and our family that, that we kind of keep to our roots and, and we, we really enjoy that. I love it. You know, you look at this beautiful, I mean, your place is stunning, man. Your home is so beautiful. And then out walks Judd Clampett. I mean, Michael Waddell, you know, I mean, <laughs> I, I, th- I think it is so cool, man. Oh, no, Matt, no doubt. Oh, 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 uh, Clampett for sure, man. I, I, I mean, when he passed away, we had our flag at half mast for sure, man. Beverly Hillbillies for sure. All right. So let's get into this, man. All right. What was it around 2002? Is that when Realtree Road Chips started airing? That was 2002. I started working at Realtree around 94, 95, full time 96. 
and obviously was working in production. I was working as a guide. One thing led to another. I got more engaged or involved in running a camera, uh, learning how to edit about the production side of it, which was very intriguing to me. But, you know, my first love was the hunt and really just being out in these cool places across North America, hunting big game, turkeys, really anything, hunting, fishing. And so the production side of it come as kind of a, a secondary role, but quickly as I started learning more about it, I got into production, learned how to edit, and actually really soon into it, you know, I got to do uh, be the producer of Realtree Outdoors, which was on TNN back in the time. And so yeah. obviously when Outdoor Channel was really coming on strong in those early years of the 2000s, uh, it was David Blanton who primarily said, listen, we have got to have some type of presence over on Outdoor Channel. And about that time, the TNN, the ESPN model was starting to kind of get broken when it comes to the outdoor space. Uh, it was very controlling, and you couldn't really air a lot of the authentic hunting content, um, and, and they kind of produced your show with you. So Outdoor Channel was going to give us a lot more freedom to get a little bit more original and to kind of express how we felt about the culture. And so it was David Blanton's idea to do a new show. And so I explained to him the idea of Realtree Road Trips of the content. It wasn't named Realtree Road Trips, just the concept. And yeah. I had no idea uh, or had no intentions of me, you know, hosting it or being a TV host. But when I told him, he said, well, man, let's do it, but you be the host. And I'm like, oh, wow. So that <laughs> show later, David Blanton went on to name it Realtree Road Trips and um, with Michael Waddell. And so, you know, that was the start of really my television career where I was a kind of on screen i guess you know our, our host and man that was just wild and fun and crazy um but i wouldn't i didn't care nothing about really being a host of a show i was just excited because i got to hunt yeah i mean i was like oh my god i get to go to these places and hunt and um so anyway yeah that was a start that was around 2002 that i got a chance to start hosting you know i remember when the show kicked off and i grew up watching you know jimmy houston bill dance roland martin hank parker okay and when you started with David Blanton, Realtree Road Trips, instantly the outdoor industry changed. I mean, it what you brought to the table and those shows, the old shows were always fun, always exciting. And those legends are incredible. But the breath of fresh air, if you will, that you guys breathe into the outdoor industry and how it really became like the hub for recruiting new outdoorsmen and women and you had a whole bunch of people that were never interested in hunting they you know they see real tree road trips they hear friends talking about it it gets them you know they're inquisitive they want to know they want to watch it and i have to say dude i still hearken back to those beginning days in real tree road trips and what you've done and if you look at outdoor television today honest to god it's because of you guys and how you said We've got to make a change. We've got to do something different. And it forever changed how we view, how we watch, how we participate uh, in the content we ingest. Well, th and thank you, Trav. That's like such a cool compliment for you to say. And um, and that's always been the compliment that's made me feel the best about what we did with Realtree Road Trips. And, um, you know, some of it was purposeful and some of it was just the culture really speaking out loud that I think sometimes the hunting industry was insecure about sharing. And so, you know, even as we're talking, it hits me now that I think what happened was it's, it's kind of like NASCAR. You know, a lot of people are not necessarily into racing. They're not necessarily like don't get why you just want to go 200 mile an hour making left turns. However, if you go and you see and feel the spirit of, say, Daytona, 
you know, in February when it comes around, or maybe go to Talladega Speedway and see that culture in the infield and the people grilling out, or or maybe it's like football, college football here in, in the South, or you know, really all across the country. But you go to that tailgate, you might not be in football, but you're like, oh my God, this is amazing. This is a cool electric feeling. And so I think what we had the opportunity to do, being young and really the number one focus was to have fun. We were just very positive and excited to to be able to do some fun stuff. We were very passionate hunters, um, very excited about you know what we was getting a chance to do. And I think that's what it was. It showed the behind the scenes of really what it was about. You know, not just about a TV show, but really why people went to hunting camps, why you did these things. So, so yeah, that was the thing that I, that, that went deep that I didn't realize was going to happen when I had wives come up to me who still didn't care much about hunting, but says now yeah. because of you, I can watch this show and I truly understand why my husband or my son wants to be part of going to camp and hunting. I get it now. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I remember I was really young in my twenties and, and hearing those compliments. I'm like, wow, that's pretty deep. And so um, I would hear a girlfriend that would be 2021, 20, like, oh, my God, I love watching your hunting show. And I'm like, do you do you hunt? And I'm like, like no, we don't hunt. I just like watching your show. And, and now I do go to camp with my boyfriend some. And, you know, I got some camo and we just go and hang out and, you know, and, and chill out around the fire. And I'm like, man. And, and that's when I really realized that, you know, holy cow, it's not just about trying to kill a big animal. And I think prior to that, everything was about how good the footage was and how big an animal. And I think there's still a lot of that that goes on. And so really, we've kind of took that same recipe. And even though personally, we really do get very serious and tactical as hunters, and we do want to kill big, mature animals, mm-hmm. to me, that comes after the fact. Just like Daytona 500, driving one of those race cars 200 mile an hour, yeah. you understand that car going three wide on the back stretch. That is very technical and tactical. But really, in the infield, that adrenaline and that feel and that barbecue and that pulled pork and whatever cold you got, cold beverage you got in that solo cup, that becomes the base of the culture. And so, as you get to more watching NASCAR, you start learning more about how technical and what it is to have a car that's tight or loose or needs more wedge, yeah. air pressure, and what they're thinking when they're bump drafting and side drafting. You don't have to know that at the beginning, but as you get more into it and you have fun at your first events, you start learning more about that. And I and I feel like hunting's the same way. You got to start off having fun hitting the baseball off the tee, yeah. Not necessarily swinging at Nolan Ryan's fastball. <laughs> All right, so we're in uh, the beginning part of our therapy session with Michael Waddell. We got to get to a break. Make sure you watch Mike Waddell's Bone Collector on Outdoor Channel Sundays, nine thirty p.m. Eastern Time. This has been presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, My Outdoor TV. Uh, if you don't have a subscription to My Outdoor TV, get one today. Search Bone Collector. Search Mike Waddell. A lot's going to come up. Uh, before we get to a break, man, where can we find you guys online? Uh, BoneCollector.com. And uh, obviously on Instagram, we're official Bone Collector. Facebook, we got a, a, a Michael Waddell page as well as a Michael Waddell's Bone Collectors. So uh, online on .com, BoneCollector.com. And then you can find us on every avenue of social media, even TikTok. Oh, <laughs> all right. So we'll return with part two with Michael Waddell right after this. The Revolution with Jim and Trev. For over 15 years, proud to provide you with excellence in outdoor broadcasting that would earn us a good caning in Bangkok. Ow! Don't move. The Revolution will continue next. Every single one of you out there is sitting in your chair or on your couch saying, boy, do I want to make this right now. 
Get ready for game day with the help of renowned chef Andrew Zimmer. Brown is the color of flavor. As he shares tips for sourcing and preparing game meat and fish. If this right here doesn't make you hungry, I'm not sure what I can do for you. Welcome to Andrew Zimmern's Wild Game Kitchen. Mondays at 9 p.m. Eastern on Outdoor Channel. Are you wondering what to do with your leftover game meat? Turn it into delicious snacks. At High Mountain Seasonings, we have 25 jerky making kits, 14 snack and stick kits, and 20 sausage making kits. That means we have something for everybody. Look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com. It's Waddell's World this week on The Revolution with Jim and Trav. All right, here we go. Now let's get back to Michael Waddell, host of Michael Waddell's Bone Collector on Outdoor Channel, Sundays, 9.30 p.m. Eastern. Presented by My Outdoor TV. Stream on your favorite device or download to watch anywhere, anytime. My Outdoor TV at MyOutdoorTV.com. Here's part two. All right, we're back with uh, Michael Waddell talking Waddell's World. Make sure you watch Michael Waddell's Bone Collector on Outdoor Channel Sundays, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time. You can witness the great in action. So what, you you kicked off Realtree Road Trips 2002, and then it wasn't, what, six years later, something like 2008, you guys began Bone Collector. And what, it, 15 years of Bone Collector, is that right? Yeah, that's correct, man. It's crazy. We, we started Bone Collector. It aired. It, it, we started in 2002. I think it initially aired in 2003 on Outdoor Channel exclusively. So really, the only place that I have been as a personality with any of my shows has been, you know, Outdoor Channel. So I'm, I'm proud to know that I'm still there. And it was around 2007 and eight that I was starting to get just so much amazing opportunity. And, um, and I was working for a corporation. So anyone listening understand if you work for a company, then there's policies and parameters oh, know, yeah. based on extracurricular things you can and cannot do. Um, you know, and so as, as working at Realtree, when I started having opportunities to, to do appearances, to be part of other shows, to be part of things that, that maybe would go against what Bill Jordan had in the corporate policy, it kind of forced me to look at going out on my own. Obviously, you know, Bill Jordan and especially David Blanton was more like a uh, father or, or at minimal really big brother role. And so oh, yeah. I sat down and had a lot of talks with those guys about what it looked like. I was explaining to them my opportunities, talking to them about what I could, what I couldn't do. I really didn't want to leave at all, to be honest, because I was, uh, you know, I didn't know nothing about business and still, you know, don't know as much as I need to know. But, uh, <laughs> You know, I was really happy coming to work eight to five, going on trips. I had a chance to become a, a personality that people knew. And so with that come opportunity. And, um, so I couldn't really just jump out there and do that without going against the corporate policy. So, so basically it was Bill Jordan and David Blanton and another guy named Rod Hinton who was working at Realtree said, look, dude, you got to leave. You, yeah. you got to leave. You got opportunity. Um, if you stay here, you know, you got to do it this way. But if you leave, these are your opportunities. And, uh, you know, welcome to the big leagues, welcome to the world of business. But, you know, I can't allow you to do these things when other co- people within the company, you know, can't. And so, uh, so they kind of, um, kind of like no different than you kick a kid out of your house when they get 18 or 19. Like, all right, here's your power bill. You know, you're going to buy your laptop. Here's your insurance for your truck. And, uh, bye. You're on your own. Daddy's yeah. still here. <laughs> Matter of fact, we cook, we cook supper every Saturday night. Your mom is still cooking. Come on by and hang with us. And so, uh, you're welcome to go on a family vacation, you know, but you're going to have to get there on your own now. And so, so I think that's what it was at Realtree. So I'm very thankful that they did 
push and prod me to do things. And I'm kind of glad, even though I didn't like it at the beginning, everybody thought that me and Bill Jordan had this huge disagreement. We, yeah. we, we never did. Yeah. You know, the, if there was any disagreement, it was like, come on, Bill. I've got this opportunity. I don't want to go nowhere. I just want to work full time at Realtree. How do we work this out? And he's like, Michael, I can't do that. It's, yeah. it's not going to work. You got to go out on your own. And to me, that sounds pretty lonely and scary. And then, um, but then as I got to thinking about it, I'm thinking, well, I do have this opportunity. I think if I can do these things, it'll be fine. And so I continue to host road trips, but as an independent contractor. And I think what I got nervous about mostly more than anything, Trav, is I was nervous that it was going to be too Michael Waddell-ish. And I hate to say that in third party, but I yeah. got to looking at that and I felt very insecure and I felt tacky. So that is where Bone Collector and the idea of that, I just kind of wanted to create something that was bigger than me to give people a brand to resonate to, even though that brand would be something that, that, that I had created along with the team. And so there's where I, you know, had a chance to kind of come up with an idea of bringing Nick Munt, you know, Travis T-Bone Turner to help me with the entertainment. And um, yeah. as a matter of fact, you know, good point to be made. Um, I knew Nick and T-Bone were good hunters. Uh, Nick being a guide out Wyoming, T-Bone mm-hmm. being a, you know, a, a, an IBO, an ASA world champion archer. He won it, so he was an amazing archer. He understood archery back and forth, had his own archery store, pro shop. But I didn't hire them just to kill animals. I felt like I was one of the first that really looked at hunting shows as a form of entertainment, not just going to hunt and fill tags. Yeah. I wanted two hosts that I thought could entertain. You know, even Nick Munt and I, if we ever come to a disagreement now, he's ready to go hunt, kill him an animal, and then go to the next place. I'm like, slow down, Nick. There's a lot of people that can successfully, you know, take an animal and fill a tag. I hired you because you're so funny. You're such amazing personality. You are hired as a host, as an entertainer, not as just a killer. And so I think that was one thing a lot of the hunting shows missed, that we had the advantage. We looked at a TV show as a form of entertainment, not just to beat our chest on look at this animal we shot. That was actually the secondary part of the show was, oh, you don't you forget um, that we actually were shooting big animals. And so a lot of people don't even think of Bone Collector, and specifically me, they don't think that I've even really shot a lot of big animals yeah. because it never was the focus. But if you start looking at my trophy room and what I've shot, I've shot some amazingly big animals. Oh, yeah. But I'm proud to know I'm not known as this big animal killer. Mm-hmm. But I really was always striving to shoot a big, nice animal. But I was more striving on having fun and being somebody that I thought could pass the culture on and make other people want to go hunt, whether it was a doe or a boon and crockett buck. So, so that's how it happened. And then, and then when I went out on my own, we created Bone Collector and we started shooting that. I think it was in 2000, end of 2007, mostly in 2008. And we went to air in January of 2009 and pretty much the rest has been history. And we, we've been on the network up until, you know, right now we had a, we had our newest episode just there last night, as a matter of fact. Now, you know, they say never work with family. I think that also applies to friends. OK. And like like you had mentioned, you had been hunting with Nick for a long time. I'm pretty sure outside of hunting, he was also a barber. Everyone knows, loves T-Bone. He is phenomenal. So funny. Such a gracious, wonderful man. Is that hard, especially in a friendship scenario? Because first and foremost, you guys are friends. You know, you have a lot of the same interests. You're, you're big outdoorsmen. You're all about conservation. You're all about bringing more people into the folds of the outdoors. 
the personal side of things that you don't see and you were talking about when it comes to work is that tough working with friends at times it can be the, the only good news about that or, or not necessarily good news but way that it has worked was bone collector and the way the business is organized you know I, when i got the business organized obviously it was very apparent that you know nick and t-bone knew that i was going to take the financial burden that i was going to be paying for the trips they were going to be sending expense reports to me, just like, you know, any, you know, company employee when they travel, when they go places, you know, the check or their payment comes from, from that employer. So I become that. So quickly we established that, okay, not that I'm the boss, but I'm the guy that's going to be taking, taking the bad end of this if this don't go. They didn't really have a huge, uh, they had no financial investment. They just had the commitment that, Hey, we'll try this with you. What illness creative vision? Uh, number two was, I think we work together very similar as a football team. So when we huddle up, you know, I, I would like to think that I'm kind of the team captain. And so we talk very frank, transparent. We don't let things go unnoticed or unheard. We're very tough on each other. We push each other. We're definitely, you know, complete Gen X, which, you know, if you're Gen X, you know that, you know, typically we're raised not to worry about people's feelings near as much. We don't cry, you know, we bleed when you get back up. You know, we were, <laughs> we were taught, we were taught that, you know, if, if you're hurt, you, you stay in the game. If you're injured, you go to the hospital. I mean, that's kind of our mentality. And so with that, we're very blunt with each other. You know, if Nick and T-Bone don't like something about what I'm saying or doing, they're very, Hey, I don't like this crap. And sometimes it gets into some heated debates, just like a football huddle. You know, yeah. if somebody misses a block. I can promise you there's going to be a quarterback that is on their lineman, vice versa. A quarterback can't hit it open look when their lineman is up there getting their head ripped off and they're bleeding, <laughs> you know, from elbow to ankle. Yeah. They're, they're like, bro, y'all better hit the holes. They're yelling at these special players, these running backs and these quarterbacks and wide receivers. So that's pretty much how it's worked with us. But it is a little bit more sensitive because of the deep relationships. It's not like a basic employer boss yeah. employee to where it's a little bit easier where some businesses in corporate, and I'm sure there's somebody out there listening, you feel like you don't matter. Some cases you do. Maybe the boss hadn't done a good job of expressing that. And in some cases you don't. And, mm-hmm. and you're just a piece of paper. I mean, you're just a amount of, a, a, of something that somebody's paying you. And so when you start cutting the bottom line, it's easy to say, well, you know, there's 50000 we can save. There's 30000 we can save. It just happens to be a guy named Travis. It happens to be a guy named Michael. Yeah. And so so, so we're, we're not that way. We, we, we work in a different sentimental, personal way, which sometimes can be tough for a business. And most people who run businesses say, hey, you can't get personal with business. But we break the mold. We're very personal. But we're also very tough. So we're still like that football team that we might cut <laughs> each other out or just come hard on each other's head. Like, I ain't you broke. You, you know, you better you better be bleeding because I am. So let's go. I mean, that's the way we are. All right. So Michael Waddell, the host of Michael Waddell's Bone Collector, Outdoor Channel, Sundays, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Check out Michael T-Bone, Nick, such an awesome crew of people. This has uh, been presented by My Outdoor TV. Stream on your favorite device or download to watch anywhere, anytime My Outdoor TV at MyOutdoorTV.com uh, Search Michael Waddell, search Bone Collector, search Nick Munt, search Travis T-Bone Turner it'll all come up. We'll return part three with Michael Waddell. Oh, by the way, before we get to a break, where can we find you online, buddy? Uh, check out BoneCollector.com and check us out on all the social media platforms. We're either Bone Collector or Michael Waddell. You can find it. Punch either one. Alright, part three with Michael, right after this. Bone Collector. Michael Waddell is on deck. If you dare touch the dial, he will punch you in the neck. 
country and you won't see a thing. Dude, that was awesome. The hunts are tough. The meat is tender. Getting back into places like this can break your body. Meat Eater. Stephen Rinella's outdoor masterpiece returns with an all-new season where epic adventures turn into epic feasts. Eventually, our work starts to pay off. The payoffs are delicious. Watch Meat Eater on Outdoor Channel, Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern, and on Sportsman Channel, Sundays at 9 p.m. Eastern. Chardonnay Finishing Sauce is one of the many tasty treats that awaits you at High Mountain Seasonings. Order your jerky and sausage kits, snack and sticks, marinades, rubs and shakers, and more by going to HIMTNJerky.com today. That's HIMTNJerky.com. Welcome back to The Revolution with Jim and Trav and Waddell's World. Turn up your volume. Let's rejoin the boys and Michael Waddell, host of Michael Waddell's Bone Collector on Outdoor Channel, Sundays, 9.30 p.m. Eastern. Brought to you by Pendleton Ammunition. Hand-loaded one round at a time and shipped directly to your doorstep. Find them online at PendletonAmmunition.com. This is part three. All right, we're back talking Waddell's World, hanging out with the man himself, Mr. Michael Waddell, host of Michael Waddell's Bone Collector on Outdoor Channel, Sundays, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time. One thing I want to get to, and it's really staggering and just mind-boggling to me, Michael, is nationwide the approval for hunting is just dropping drastically, and it's nonsensical. There's no rhyme or reason. There's no logical thinking behind it, but... When it comes to partnerships, you have really broken the mold, man. Um, You have reached outside of the outdoor industry and you've partnered with amazing brands. I know you have a long-standing relationship with Chevy, okay? Is that really tough? I mean, you think about, you know, it's not, we watch you on TV, man. You're out there, you guys are hunting, you're cutting it up, you're having a great time. That is such a small part of what you actually do. There's a lot of business When it comes to political reasons, and let's say Chevy, I mean, they can look at hunting numbers and what people think of firearms, and it can really dictate and weigh heavy on their decision in partnering with you guys. That's got to be tough, man. It can be at first because the way we have approached it, rather than just trying to get, say, money from if we want to label the Chevys, you know, the Mountain Dews. You know, yeah. to a degree, some of these bigger, bigger companies that not necessarily that you see it in the, uh, the aisle of a sporting goods store, whether it be at Walmart or your local pro shop. We, we try to approach them from the standpoint. One is the, the marketing, uh, VPs there or presidents are, you know, they're very, uh, very strategic and analytical in how they approach looking at it. So as you know, they're, they're definitely wanting to look at the numbers. I think, um, you know, if you look at overall the hunting industry is very personal. Race relationship driven. Yeah. Um, but when it comes to getting money and getting paid, it goes off a of scale. So it's just like anything else. It's, it's the worth. It's the value. It's the eyeballs. It's how many people are going to see this show. How many people are, are, are fans of you? What is your social media? So, so obviously there is a selling point to say these are the people and these are the numbers. And you guys are in radio. And so y'all understand that as y'all selling advertising, because obviously there's a lot of people that might not be connected to a culture. There's a lot of people that spend money in NASCAR, but they might not even ever go to a NASCAR race. They just know that there's a lot of people that do watch it. There's a lot of people that do attend these races. So therefore, a Kellogg's or a Tide or a Coca-Cola, they certainly want to be seen on one of those cars. And 
maybe their name on a jacket. And so I think hunting does get into the same area, but the difference is we try our best when we're talking to, say, whether it's Mountain Dew, is a set and talk. There's a lady that we were talking to just the other day, and even though she didn't understand everything of why and how, as we shared with our numbers, which luckily we do have good numbers on our reach, but we're trying to explain to her through our company who this customer is. And as you know, we're very loyal people. We understand our culture. We're proud of it. We know that legitimately it's a God-given right to hunt. We know that there's nothing that's evil about it. There's good and bad people that participate at times in the culture of hunting. But overall, the outdoorsman and the hunter is the reason we got so much more better herds, so much better flocks better fisheries because of the hunters and the fishermen. So once we kind of get involved in that, and then and many times be able to take those same people hunting and let them see a camp, it's mind-boggling. Yeah. It's completely mind-boggling to them. So the tough part is the obvious, trying to convince somebody why it would be fun to take a bow and arrow and shoot at a broadside deer and hopefully hit him right behind the shoulder and watch him wall 80 yards and fall dead. When mm-hmm. you look at it from that perspective, even though those of us as hunters, you know, celebrate that and like, good shot. Well, somebody's never shot an animal like, dude, that's pretty wicked. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's obviously much more than that. But you have to get past that surface. So we do our best at, when we're working with these bigger companies to help them understand. Because once we help them understand what we're doing, it lets you understand another 14, 13 to 14 million more people that's just in North America. Are, are in America, so to speak, that, that are participating. That's a large number of people. So inevitably, it's a deep pitch. It's a deep understanding. And what's happened is once we can get them engaged, they will find that some of the best human beings that would support and buy their brand are found within our space. But to crack that surface for them to see the yeah. humanity that do have hunting license in their pocket, to see that these are the same human beings that are going to stop and change a tire, these are the same people that are policemen and women that run into a fire or run into danger. They're not running from anything. These these are men that are not, you know, so aggressively masculine that they're walking around trying to start fights, but they're the type of men that will finish a fight if they see a woman in danger. They're the men that will step up, that stays quiet, but yet carry a big stick when they need to protect somebody or stop on the side of the road when it's cold and it's a blizzard to change that tire for another man or a woman regardless of culture, creed, or experience. And so when you see that and they can want to see that customer, then they realize they have the best customer not only in the world because they got the best in humanity, they got a good customer that's going to be loyal to them just like they are loyal to their own brethren and sisterhood of out there to help. They're going to be loyal to this brand because they feel like this brand speaks to them and they're loyal to what they they are part of. And so it's a little different than some of the woke ideology of some of the people rushing. They have no understanding. As a matter of fact, a lot of it you can't even understand. Yeah. <laughs> I won't even list those <laughs> topics, but you, you can't even bring understanding to it. Yeah. And yet some of these good companies are behind it, and some of them have made grave, big mistakes getting behind it because you realize it's such a minority. But when you jump into the hunting culture, you're going to find that the majority of people, at least, you know, $13, $14 million participate. We just went through covid a lot of people couldn't find me at the grocery store. Yeah. So we've had so many celebrities that we're teaching how to hunt. We're teaching them archery skills. We're teaching them how to cook squirrels. We're teaching them how to fillet walleye. They don't know. They never had to. 
because they lived in a different culture their whole life. So they've been forced to leave, to learn a culture no different than I had to learn how to navigate my way through Atlanta Hartsville Airport, you know, with no status and no medallion status to, to now getting a chance to be a million miler because I flew so much and understanding wow. TSA. You know what I mean? So, so in reality, it's like my dad, he's 70. He just went hunting out in New Mexico in Arizona and he flew from Atlanta Hartsville to Albuquerque, he had to rent a car. And it, it was like teaching an infant to read to help him navigate his way. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's the same as us country folks. We have to navigate, help them navigate. You know, somebody didn't grow up around. They have to navigate the understanding of what it's like to take a 12-gauge and shoot a turkey. Mm. Yeah, you shoot them in the head, but look at this. Here's how you clean them. If you want to pluck them, this is what you do. If you want to skin them out and, you know, just splay the breast and get your drumsticks, and then, okay, you can cook them. That is mind-boggling. It ain't to us because we grew up doing it. And so I think it's a step-by-step process. I always use the analogy, you know, you, you don't understand baseball. My kid's seven. He's in season coach pitch. He's trying to figure out when does he stay on the base, mm-hmm. you know, when it's hit. He still can't understand why somebody catches the ball, they throw it to first, and he's off the base, he's out. We start learning that. Oh, well, he's just now, you know, the coach is pitching it to him pretty fast now, and he's making contact. He ain't struck out all season. But he didn't start there. He started on the tee. Yeah. And by the end of probably him playing baseball, he's going to have signs. He's going to have a coach tell him when to run, when to steal, you know, when to let a pitch go by. You know, uh, you know, he's going to know every aspect. He's cut off men's and stuff like that. But you start by having fun hitting the ball off the tee. Then it leads to a coach lobbing it up there like a softball so you can really rip it and have fun and running and having a good time. I think hunting is the same way. And I also think the opera to us country folks, is you know like holy cow having to get dressed up in a three-piece suit to go hear somebody <laughs> sing and i don't know what the hell they're saying because they're singing in italian but once you have the experience you're like wow that was pretty profound that's yeah. pretty deep yeah and so so everything's in perspective and so that's where i felt like i've had some su- success it's not just see it from my eyes i'm seeing it from i have been blessed to grow up this way in a very rustic rural culture of hunting and fishing and survival mode even though i didn't even know that I was being taught these things. It was just a lifestyle. So I think what happens is I think there's not as big a disconnect in all these things as we think. It's just that people get so set in their ways and they're not open-minded to looking into other things. And there's some things that I will say ain't worth looking into because it's just freaking weird and it makes no sense. <laughs> hunting, hunting, fortunately, is not one of them. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so Mike Waddell, the host of Mike Waddell's Bone Collector Outdoor Channel, Sundays, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time, all new season, kicked off. This has been brought to you by Pendleton Ammunition, hand-loaded one round at a time, shipped directly to your doorstep. Find them online at PendletonAmmunition.com. We will return with Part 4 with Mike Waddell right after this. Again, man, socials, website, partners, all that good stuff. Where can we find it online? Yeah, BoneCollector.com, and uh, we're on we're on every social media aspect, including TikTok under Bone Collector and Michael Waddell. So check it out. All right, part four with Michael Waddell right after this. Newsflash, Michael Waddell is on the show this week. He's a legend, super awesome, an incredible hunter, way handsome, and best of all, he idolizes Jim and Trav. Yep, he worships them. So stick around for the intense bromance and visit us online at JimandTrav.com. Anywho, we'll return after the break with Michael Waddell. He loves us, so stay tuned.
I look at all the product and I think about the working hands that, that built it. American manufacturing lives in the outdoors. The American dream to me is to build a business that provides the growth and security for the workforce. It's all about the people. Celebrate the companies and workers that keep the tradition alive. Are you willing to do the work to build a better life? That's the American dream. The all-new series, American Made, Fridays at 8 p.m. Eastern on Outdoor Channel. Sprinkle the best of Western flavors by ordering from High Mountain Seasonings at HIMTNJerky.com today. That's HIMTNJerky.com. Thanks for tuning in to The Revolution with Jim and Trav and Waddell's World. Once again, here's Michael Waddell, host of Michael Waddell's Bone Collector on Outdoor Channel, Sundays, 9.30 p.m. Eastern. Brought to you by Yamaha's proof and off-road ATVs and side-by-side vehicles. Check them out at YamahaMotorsports.com. Part 4 starts right now. All right, we're talking Waddell's World on today's Revolution, being joined by the man himself, Mr. Michael Waddell, host of Michael Waddell's Bone Collector Outdoor Channel Sundays, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Also hop on My Outdoor TV. You can catch so many seasons, real tree road trips, bone collector, all the amazing hunting action that takes place. I got to say, though, man, you know, listening to you, you're so incredibly humble. And I don't know if it's inadvertently But what truly sells your brand in the partnerships is not the reach. Yes, it helps in your social. It's you, though, dude. I mean, that guy, the the photo of you standing next to the skin and pole when you're 16, 17 years old, through all of your savvy business deals in the empire, if you will, you have created. It is because of you. It's like you listen to today's country music, man you don't believe anything that's being sang. You know, it's it's not genuine. It's not real. But this is truly who you are. And I think first and foremost, for someone, and, and you got to think about Mountain Dew and Chevy and all these awesome brands that you partner with, man, they're buying into Bone Collector because they believe in you. If they didn't believe in Michael Waddell, the numbers really wouldn't matter if they didn't like you. You know, because they're they're going yeah. against the trend. And I, I think who you are as a person is what originally sold Realtree Road Trips, is what originally sold the cast and crew of Bone Collector. I mean, it's truly you guys that people love. And then everything that comes with your brands is just an added on bonus, wouldn't you say? Well, absolutely. And, and even as you describe that, Travis, I think that is the humility in it, because it comes great responsibility when you know somebody is investing into you and not just you, you know, my last name is Waddell. That represents my wife. That represents my kids. That represents my dad who gave me that name, my mom. And so, so what happens is you can take that, let's just call it a celebration of you because people will, they, they will tell me that in a business meeting sometimes. Waddell, we believe in you. Don't let us down. Oh my goodness. Think about that. How many times has your dad, Trav, I mean, how many times has your dad told you that? Don't let me down, Trav. Yeah. You know, or my mom, like, hey, you be classy and don't let me down. That, <laughs> that comes immense responsibility. Well, when you yeah, do have a Chevrolet or a Hoyt, and here's what's crazy is we have all been part of making our parents proud, people who love us proud, but every single one of us, even though we do have some Pharisees and Sadducees out there that have never made a mistake and they're Angela they can <laughs> never sin. Guess what? We have all let people we love down. Yeah. We all did it. I've let partners down. I've let I've let my kids down. I've let my wife down. You know, I've had a lot of failures, but inevitably 
there comes the humility. So I've always said there is such a fine line between cockiness and confidence. I think we're seeing the biggest national story on it right now with Coach Prime, Deion Sanders. Yeah. An amazingly confident personality in every aspect of his life. A lot of people call him cocky. The way I see it, I see a very confident person. The reason people want him on your team is because you know you can count on him. Even in failure, he's he's still going to keep grinding and trying and continue to get better. But the humility comes for me, the humbleness that people do put that on you. That comes with great responsibility. And sometimes it's a responsibility that's not too exciting because you do become what people call a mentor. That's scary when kids are looking at your actions because my wife, if you talk to my wife, even though I'm talking pretty serious and philosophical, I guess you could say indeed, I'm a freaking man child, dude. I'm still a 12-year-old kid that gets to go take a bow and arrow and go chase elk with people like Blake Shelton and Jimmy John and Clint Boyer and Theo Vaughn. These guys are goofy. They're fun. They're very, they're very successful. But we're just a bunch of man children. Yeah. But somewhere we got to have the responsibility and the humility to be a man. And so, uh, I think that's it. So I, I really, I really appreciate it. I, I take that as a huge compliment. And, and so I think that's it. I, I think there is a lot of humility in our brand, but there's also a lot of confidence. And we're going to be more surprised if we fail than anyone. Yeah. You know, so therefore what happens is the haters don't get to us because we know ourselves. We're very secure in what we can and can't do. And, uh, we try to entertain. We try to represent the culture. We try to help our partners resonate with the customer and and share with the customers what good products might be out there and new innovation and technology, but also just maybe the story of this business or this brand uh, as we're working with. And so um, I think that's just it, man. You, you live and you learn, and you go through the trenches. You go to the mountaintops. There's always somebody trying to kick you in the mouth and knock you off the mountain and put you <laughs> back in the trenches. Yeah. And you regroup and keep going. You get knocked down, you get back up. But uh, I think humility is a huge part of who we are. But I think it's it's mixed in with some uh, insanely uh, amount of efficient confidence in our ability to do what we do. And if you think about it, we're really not stepping far out there. We're not racing cars. We're not, you know, playing baseball. We're not playing football. We are simply representing what we think hunting stands for and we feel very confident that we understand what that is even though in the world of percentages it doesn't have everybody you know some people are a little different in how they portray it and how they get excited after a kill there's a lot of different ways to hunt and tactics and techniques we don't necessarily fall into the trap of saying you got to do it our way we try to represent all the ways and and all the different animals and different cultures and, and try to have fun with it and so uh so with that, I think it hits the majority because I think we are the majority. We're not trying to fit into the majority. We just simply are those people. This is how we grew up doing it. This is what we represent. We are men and women in our brand who take responsibility and accountability for what we say and do. And we try to do right. And when we make mistakes, we let the truth be known and we stand up for those mistakes. And so that's kind of the base of who we are as personalities, and I think it resonates over into our brand, Bone Collector. All right, we'll get to the fifth and final part with Mr. Mike Waddell, host of Mike Waddell's Bone Collector on Outdoor Channel, Sundays, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time, right after the break. This has been brought to you by Yamaha's proven off-road ATVs and side-by-side vehicles. Hop online and check them out today, yamahamotorsports.com. The great Mr. Mike Waddell. Again, buddy, where can we find you online? Yes, sir. Go to bonecollector.com, and you can check us out on social media. 
uh, pretty much punching Bone Collector or Michael Waddell, and you can find us and follow us. All right, part five with Mike Waddell, right around the corner. Don't go anywhere. We are The Revolution with Jim and Trav, your source for all things outdoors. Plus, we're Michael Waddell's best friends. Yep, it's totally legit and Facebook official. Check out JimandTrav.com while we get to a break, and we'll be back in a moment. You wait all year for opening day to hear an elk bugle, spot a big mule deer, or see that whitetail buck enter the field. And on most hunts, you get one shot. One opportunity to fill your tag for that year, one chance to take that bucker bull of a lifetime. Are you gonna trust your one shot to machine loaded factory ammo? I didn't think so. This season, shoot Pendleton ammunition, hand loaded one round at a time, and ship directly to your home in time for hunting season. The revolution with Jim and Travis on the air, and today it's Waddell's world. All right, let's charge this baby up. Let's close it out with Michael Waddell, host of Michael Waddell's Bone Collector on Outdoor Channel, Sundays, 9.30 p.m. Eastern. Brought to you by High Mountain Seasonings. Visit them to spice up your wild game cuisine at himtnjerky.com. Here's part five. All right, the fifth and final part, Waddell's world. We're talking all things Mike Waddell. Do you ever sit there and think one day this is going to be over or it's I'm not going to be the top dog? Does that ever pop into your mind? I mean, I certainly can't say I ain't ever had it, had that thought come up. And, and I think what changes the thought process is the fact that we don't take ourselves too serious and getting back to that humility. And in reality, if you look at my name, um, and our bone collector, I think what happens is they become security because not because I think we're better is because we're always looking to help and push anyone. So I try to do that. I try to live in the moment and I try to look to extending what I think good Lord gave me an opportunity to do and to base, basically do the best I can with my abilities and talents and what I don't know, put myself around people that can help me better understand what they're good at. And maybe I can learn different aspects of what they do. And so, uh, you got you got to deal like we say with the good and the bad. <laughs> All right, so Mr. Mike Waddell, the host of Everyone Come Together every Sunday night, nine thirty p.m. Eastern Time. Watch Mike Waddell's Bone Collector. That is absolutely the most phenomenal family time you can have. Plan your adventures around what they do. Let them inspire you. This has been brought to you by High Mount Seasonings. Visit them online to spice up your wild game cuisine at himtnjerky.com. One last time, Mr. Michael, where can we find you online, buddy? Yeah, check it out. It's bonecollector.com, and you can find us on social media. Just punch in Bone Collector or Michael Waddell on pretty much any platform, and you can uh, follow us at one or two places for sure. All right, we'll wrap up the show right after this. Don't go anywhere. The Revolution with Jim and Trav, live 24-7 at JimandTrav.com. Connect with the number one outdoor radio show on the planet and stay tuned. The Revolution will be right back. Reimagine every adventure, every terrain, every incredible memory. The Yamaha Wolverine family of side-by-side vehicles help you reimagine off-road capability, comfort, and confidence. Available right now at your local Yamaha dealer. With the Wolverine R-Max 21000 and R-Max 41000, recreation meets sport and maximum power meets maximum comfort and versatility. And with the Wolverine X2 and X4850, extreme terrain meets its match. Find your Yamaha Wolverine at your local Yamaha dealer or at yamahamotorsports.com. That's yamahamotorsports.com. 
www.ericsonline.com. Always protect the environment and wear your seatbelt, helmet, eye protection, and protective clothing. Read the owner's manual and product warning labels before operation. Vehicle specification subject to change. Chocolate lovers, Michael Horn here along with J.D. Jeremy Dayton. We've got a special offer for them if they love chocolate. Am I right, J.D.? Oh, yeah. Go to vinedabar.com and put in the code CHOCOLATE20. You get 20% off your order. Now, here's the thing. Vinedabar chocolate is dark chocolate mixed in with the Chardonnay mark. That's the skins of the Chardonnay. So you get all the health benefits of the wine, the health benefits of the dark chocolate, and you get some very delicious chocolate with Himalayan salt, so many great different varieties. But you have to go to the website. It's vinetobar.com, and the code is CHOCOLATE20. You like chocolate, J.D., am I right? Oh, I like me some chocolate too much. Yes. Too much. Go to vinetobar.com and put in CHOCOLATE20. You get 20% off your order. Again, vinetobar, V-I-N-E-T-O-B-A-R.com, the code CHOCOLATE, C-H-O-C-O-L-A-T-E-20. Vine to bar chocolate, chocolate 20. Great show, everyone. We just got to get out of here. Man, this is it. Oh, no. This sounds serious and real. This concludes the revolution with Jim and Trav this week. What the hell are you still doing here? Don't forget to drop the boys some feedback and stay in touch at JimandTrav.com. All right, folks, what a wonderful time sitting down with the man himself, Mr. Michael Waddell. Again, make sure you tune in every single Sunday night, 9.30 p.m. Eastern time. Check out Nick Munn, Travis T-Bone Turner, and Michael Waddell himself. Michael Waddell's Bone Collector. Dude, thank you so much for dropping by today. I always enjoy it, man. Glad me and you could, the younger the younger ones could sit here and chat, right, Trev? That's right. All right, so thanks so much, boys and girls, for listening. Thanks to our partners. Make sure you hop on JimandTrav.com, BoneCollector.com, MichaelWaddell.com. Follow them on all their social channels. Get outdoors this weekend, take some kiddos with you, and hammer home firearm safety. God bless you and the United States of America. Michael, thank you so much, buddy. Anytime, and thank you, buddy. I enjoy being on, as usual. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.